planning to host this summer, same-day delivery is a party saver. You've got people coming over. It's getting a little crowded. You're not sure there's enough burgers, chips, paper towels, etc. Don't freak out. Target Circle 360 is coming to the rescue with unlimited same-day delivery. It's the fastest way to get more Target, so sign up today. Take care of your guest. Target takes care of the rest. Summer hosting is so much easier when you have unlimited same-day delivery from Target. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am all in. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey everybody, Scott Patterson. I am all in podcast season four, episode eight, Die Jerk. And I am joined by my intrepid crew. Well, almost all of them. Tara's missing today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wait, Tara's on vacation? Where is she? She's on assignment in Phnom Penh, I believe. <laughs> she's on Gilmore. She's on Star's Hollow assignment. Wait, Danielle, where is Tara? <laughs> she's at Disney World. She's at Disney World. <laughs> she's a traitor. <laughs> she loves Disney. Wow. I think the rides on our show are even more fun. This is true. Don't you think? Uh, Danielle Romo, hello. Hello. Amy Sugarman, hello. Chugging. What are you chugging there? You chugging some mineral water? Some Perrier. And um, 
Apparently, Amy has a big, fat surprise for all. Are you guys of us. ready? You are ready. I'm. I'm dying to know what the, what it is. First of all, I have to thank everyone who <laughs> wrote in to help me with this I, surprise. I know what it is. Help you with the surprise. Get ready. Wrote in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I found Malamars. I've never had one. Are they good? Oh well, I, I I waited for you guys. I haven't eaten one. Can I try one? Well, try it. Try it. Yeah. So it says, okay, I'm just going to say because I am trying to, you know, get holiday ready. So mm-hmm. 120 calories for two cookies. So I'm just going to have one. Just have that's the not one. bad. That's that's okay. 60. No, they no. look amazing. You guys, they look actually amazing. So just for anyone listening, I found them at Target. I mm-hmm. had to get them shipped though. Like they didn't have them at my Target, my local Target. Well, you know what they kind of—they kind of remind me of Girl Scout cookies a little bit. Show us the packaging. I, I okay, want the so whole experience. Like a, yeah, a cookie box, and then they're wrapped in uh, plastic, which I love because I love knowing things are. Do Girl Scout cookies come wrapped in plastic? I don't think so. No, yeah, they do. Oh, no, they, they, they do they have those. now. Oh, they're more sophisticated yeah, they have those, now. Um, Although like the tagalongs, the tagalongs come like that, Amy. Oh, yeah. Okay, I know right. my Girl Scout cookies. Let me tell you. <laughs> Oh, oh, there's sort of a softness, a surprising oh, oh, softness. Oh, oh. Okay, so they're go. a little squishy. Okay, okay so I'm going right, to eat one. Oh, my God. Drum roll. Now I wish I remembered which episode had all the Malamar mentions. Took a minute. Okay, here we go. Roll. Here we go. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's the verb? Oh, holy. They're excellent. What, so tell us about <laughs> it. What, what are you so, experiencing? I would compare them to what I love, a s'more bar, Ugh. because they have chocolate. There's like a marshmallowy thing. Right. And there's almost like crumbly graham crackers in there. Oh, you're killing me right now. Mm. You can't eat. I can't okay. eat this stuff anymore. Yes, you can. No, Are I you can't. I go, can. No, I can't do no, it. No, there's only 60 calories in this. That 60? 60 calories. So you're going to send me a box? What's going on? We got boxes oh God, coming. I know. I like how Amy sent herself a box, but right. failed to send yeah. us one. <laughs> That's so true. Okay. One more bite. <laughs> Guys, it's so I highly true. recommend hitting your target. Uh-huh. And that's, oh, no wonder they named it that. Hit your target. Mm-hmm. Hit your target. Mm-hmm. And order these. They're great. They're really, really great. They're made by Nabisco. Mm-hmm. They're, they're great. Mm-hmm. And is there a rhyme... And reason to why it's only in the fall and not year round. I would love to know. This is just, this is the, this. Well, s'mores are sort of campfirey, right? So it's yeah, but that could be all seasons. But it's basically winter, right? They're winter, but that's mm. a summer treat. That's a Fourth of July treat if I've ever tasted one. Darn tootin'. Oh my gosh. Oh, pardon me. I need to silence my phone. It's my first day out of bed. Did you get sick? I got sick. Yeah. I had a cold. Did you get the same? Everyone has it. No, I had a cold. So I was like NyQuil. And I love, I love, everyone has it. I love taking the NyQuil. Literally, it's because all the kids are back in school just spreading their germs around and bringing bringing them home. And all the kids went to Harry Styles, and poor Harry Styles is sick. So just everybody's everyone's sick. sick. Everybody's sick. <laughs> Everybody. Literally, one of my friend's kids' class had half the class out. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It's my first, it's a, it's it's my like first day up and around and sort of like doing stuff. 
You know, welcome back to life. Thank you. You sound pretty good. I mean, I can hear yeah, you. Yeah, you do. A little tiny bit. Yeah. I might, I might, I might have to hit the gym later. I don't know. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Thinking that about sounds it. terrible. I know it does. Does it? Does I'd rather just go back to bed. <laughs> no, it's good to sweat it out. You'll feel way better I know, after. I know. You should eat some soup. Oh, soup. I've been eating chicken soup. Yeah, you know, yeah, my wife it actually is works. Serving it up. And... Did you give it to your wife too? No, I tried. She wouldn't let me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so thoughtful. Well, I mean, it was. I was gone the whole weekend, so you know, I came home and I was like, "Oh my god, did I'm you, sick you and I don't home. care." Right? <laughs> you brought it home from Rhode Island. <laughs> oh awesome. man. Oh my God. Okay. I'm ready. All right, Danielle, synopsizes. All right. This is season four, episode eight, Die Jerk, air date November 11th, 2003. Rory is learning how to become an opinion writer for the Yale Daily News by reviewing a ballet show. Dave and Lane's relationship makes a return, sort mm. of. <laughs> Lorelai is surprised by the news of Nicole and Luke. Meanwhile, Jason, <laughs> aka Digger, gets a, re- a reluctant. Invite to Friday night dinner with Emily and Richard. First of all, uh, you know, I know we're gonna get to it. Yeah, but nothing was more unhinged than Lorelai. Well, oh my god, unhinged! Absolutely, where she was so unhinged where? when she realizes Nicole is back at the diner, and she just—I yeah. literally yeah. just wrote on my notes. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, she lost it. That was bad. Yeah, that was. That bad. was. So epic to watch. I mean, could yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was something. But we'll I, get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay, Scott, what do you think? Um, I I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I'm not saying it was like a top ten episode so far that we've seen. Um, yeah, but I think it was pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like the opening. Uh, <clears throat> I think it's got opening some, was great. I, I it's got some nice new blood in there. You got some digger blood. You've got some, you've got some. What's his name? Danny. Danny. Yeah, Danny Strong. Danny Strong playing, blood um, in there. Doyle. You've got some mm-hmm. s- some new stuff popping. So I like that, you know. And, and there's yeah. things going on at Yale now. It feels really full, and she's really settled in. And um, I don't know. I, I, you know, you got the Luke stuff going on, and then of course you got to throw a, a Nicole complication in there. Everything. Sort of heading in one direction, and then you want to throw oh, a monkey wait, wrench in to, there. I have to interrupt you for one second. There's a TikTok going around right now that mm-hmm. is so epic of you and Lauren. Oh, really? And it's a blooper scene. <laughs> it's a scene. Oh God, you're doing something in this blooper where she's sort of thanking you, and she says, "That's what I love about you." But she says, "I love you." And she oh, gets yes, the yes, line yes. wrong. Right. We're sitting, we're sitting outside at night on the bench. Yes. And, <laughs> and, 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 like, and then, and then, and then I say, well, in that case, the show would be over. I mean, she says, or she yeah. says that or something she like that. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's so good. It's all over TikTok. <laughs> really? Oh my God. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just made me think. Do you have yeah, it? You Can say, you, I love you. And she's like, I got the long, the, the line wrong. And you say something funny. And then she's like, that'd be the end of the show. That'd be like, the end of the show. Right? Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so good. Anyway, back to it. Sorry, I miss working the- with her. You know, I miss it. We had a, we had fun. Yeah, she's just the coolest. She's a, she's a crack up. You know, it was like, uh, yeah. Sometimes you get so she- tired, you just couldn't get anything right, and it just you just you know you get that you just break. 
and you just start laughing. And then when it's clearly night when you're doing it, oh, it's yeah. probably the and middle so of the night. Right, right. So, uh, you know, the good directors will just let you laugh it out because they know they can't s- s- stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, once in a while, yeah. director, guys, come on, really, let's, let's go, you know. And it's like, just look at it like, guys, just, just let's let us laugh because it's like, there's no <laughs> there's right. horses out of the barn. <laughs> it's just like punchy. Yeah. Wait, I also loved Lorelai's hair. So she did like a thing in this scene where mm-hmm. it was almost like a half little. If you had bangs, it would be like if you just pulled back the bangs and just put that up and everything else was down. You mean like mine? Right great now? hair, like mine? great pink sweater with the bird. Oh, God. And then this is Siskel. You chime in. Siskel and Ebert? No. <laughs> so, like, they're talking about Atlantic City and how yeah. like, garish. Yeah. And then Richard gives his review and she says something like, and Siskel? <laughs> no, Ebert. Because it was Siskel and Ebert, right? Yeah. So good. Yeah, I I like the opening, and it was, you know, it was like it was Digger at his best, which is Digger at his Mm. worst, almost. Yeah, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Absolutely. And it's like there's I don't know Danielle, what was the sensation that you were getting when Digger was doing his his ploy? Wait, is Digger there yet? I thought we haven't gotten to that part. Oh, oh, that's not the opening. Oh, is that the The opening? opening Is the opening is them talking about the success of Atlantic City. Yes. And they're so, talking about Digger. Yeah. They're talking about Digger. But doesn't Digger come in and, and get himself invited yet. to dinner? At That's the end. The, later. That's yeah. at the end of the episode? Yeah. But I yeah. get why you blurred it because it, oh. it's the opening is all about Digger. So you almost feel like I get I get it. I, I thought the it's same thing. What does to it. it <laughs> jumbles the memory. <laughs> Wait. Did you guys hear the part when she's like, um, a woman with less than a reputable nature. Yeah. <laughs> and then was it Rory that was like, it's not disrespectful unless it depends what you're talking to them about <laughs> or, or something like oh that. God. I'm just like, and oh, then, so no. Belly, belly shots. <laughs> and she's like, off dad. Well, I guess you're married. Like, <laughs> I like, wrote A plus, A plus. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like good. Emily's worst nightmare. She even scolded. Oh. She even scolded Rory. You're hanging around. Totally. It's like yeah, that's your mother's influence, isn't it? I mean, it's just like they're just bagging on each other at dinner, <laughs> trying to keep it classy. It's, it's not true. happening. They're so, so true. They're like so fancy, and then rip. It's just a rip fest there's a, everywhere. There's a, there's a there's a server standing in the archway, ready to go. Right. They just have to lift a finger, and she. She comes over, you know. I mean, it's like, yeah, oh, that's so good. fancy Gilmore's man. Oh, well, okay, God. and then we go to the paper. What do you think of all the the paper? Well, you know, a girl from a small town. She's in, now she's in the big city in the big time, you know. And like we're mm-hmm. talking about Yale, so you know they're putting on some productions over there. You got <laughs> Yale Rep. You got you know you've got one of the best theater schools yeah. at that level in the world, right? And so I'm yeah. sure the dance school is probably, you know, top notch as well. They've got that's a, a great point. Yeah. They wouldn't have put on such shitty productions. Who who did at Yale? Because you know how Rory goes and reviews the ballet, the ballet is terrible, and then the end show is terrible. I don't think that's Yale's going to have that crappy of shows. I don't think they are either. They've got some of the finest, you know, actors right. and the finest talent going to that school. It's, it's part of the reason they got in. Funny for the TV show, but right, I do, I do love that. Like Rory's getting challenged, though. 
Because I feel like we're so used to her doing everything right and being the star student and, you know, whatever. And finally, she's confronted with, you know, a little criticism that her stuff isn't good enough. Right. Well, that was right. That's the point I was making. She's from this little town. She's been really protected, overprotected. And now she's in the big city and she's in the big time. She's going to have to. She's going to have to start throwing some punches if she wants to get little nervous. fish in the big pond. Yeah, man. Yeah. Talent, talent only gets you so far. Now you got to get some attitude. Every time I go on vacation, I find myself packing an extra bag with essentials, supplies, and food. But that's all in the past because people could sign up for Target Circle 360, which gives everyone unlimited same day delivery wherever they go. You've got people coming over. It's getting a little crowded. You're not sure there's enough burgers, chips, paper towels, etc. Don't freak out. Target Circle 360 is coming to the rescue with unlimited same-day delivery. It's the fastest way to get more Target. So sign up for Target Circle 360 today. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target while you're on vacation. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 so you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without ever interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime, and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off, and I need something that works fast. That's where Astapro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray, and it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. 
because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good Paris stuff in this episode. Flipping through the newspaper and and Rory being like, my my article isn't in here. And Paris is like flipping so fast. She's like, oh, thank God mine's in there. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's she Paris. would. I like Paris in this episode. You know, I we had a similar assignment in, in our high school. Uh, where in our English class, we had to go review the school play. It was a musical. And, no. Uh, and and uh, the teacher said you can either be John Simon of the New York Times or you can be somebody else. So John Simon was acerbic. I mean, he was just d- deadly in his criticism, and he just oh, sliced God. people up. And uh, oh, the other no. guy was a little more uh, measured. So uh, when I gave my review, he said, "Obviously, you're in the John Simon camp." I was so, gonna say, so <laughs> no, I didn't have it. Have to have a Doyle no tell me shock to, there. To sh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah but what was good was really good i actually gave it a very good review i just there was a couple of things about it that i found objectionable that's all so yeah <laughs> i mean i actually think that rory okay what would you do if you are writing for the paper i mean scott mm-hmm. we pretty much know your answer and you go to this crappy ballet mm-hmm. Would you write the honest review? Yes, you I mean, eviscerate I guess... it. You eviscerate it. But here's but here's her dilemma. She's a student there. She's right. got to fit in. She can't. You know, she doesn't want to be a Paris and make you know a list of twenty six enemies, and right. and narrow it down to five. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So it's a little different. So, but if she wants to develop as a writer and 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 really excel at you know at that at that paper, which is a prestigious place to be. I mean, can you imagine? Having that on your resume and your journalistic yeah, the career, Yale yeah. Yeah. editor right, of the Yale should. Review or whatever it's called, you know, um, what do they call it? The Daily Bugle? No, <laughs> <laughs> the Whiffin Poof. The Dale. The you Yale know what Wh- I wanted to call it? The Whiffin Poof. Is, um, <laughs> it's out of my head right now. The Blaze. That's the paper on nine hundred two one zero. The Blaze. <laughs> Wait, we'll get to more of this, but oh. we'll keep going in order. So, right. we get next to where um, Lorelai's like walking with Lane and Rory and Lane keeps saying like, punch him where it counts. Kick him where the sun don't, don't shine. shine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Lorelai thinks they're mad at somebody. Like it was all, that was sort of like funny, but what's happening for me? Like what, what's happening here? What was happening? So we, there's sort of a walk and talk and we're learning the baby's born. And oh, yeah. Lorelai's heading to Suki's and she got the gift of the box, the, mm-hmm. sort of like the cake box. Mm-hmm. And we're getting a little bit of Lane and Dave that we're there still together. So we get that. You'll mm. be home for Christmas. Mm, probably not, though. I know. No. no. He's in California making a hit series. Yeah. He ain't coming back. <laughs> Sorry, Lane. Sorry. He's out. He's in California <laughs> he's on the, he's making a, a hit series. 
He's on a Fox network now. He's not on the CW anymore. He's not coming home. <laughs> I have to say, then we, so we get to Suki's and I laugh so hard at Michelle. Because first of all, he sneezed, which to me is better in 2022 than in, tw- you know, what year was this? 2003 or four? Four. Yeah. Yeah. 2004. Four. Because oh, three. If- 2003. Oh, three. Three, three, so. I mean, a sneeze is like, if someone sneezes now, everyone's like, oh. You're <laughs> so exiled if you sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And then I thought it was so funny. Did you guys notice when Suki and Lorelai are talking, Michelle is on the porch fully being chased by something, but it's totally in the background? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see that? Good acting. Yeah. yeah. It's so <laughs> He's fully flailing. You have to rewatch it. Di- no, di- it was dive bombing him. He, he was trapped out there. Poor, <laughs> poor guy. Poor little guy. And then we see then we see Bruce again. Bruce shows up. You know. Oh Bruce. We have Bruce She's again. so good. Bruce hates love- Lorelai with a passion. Oh, that is so true. Does not approve. What does not Bruce see or feel that others don't? What is what is going on there? What is with the what is with that? What is Bruce as a character trying to tell us as an audience? Uh you know. I think a lot of baby nurses are kind of strict like that, though. But I do like this exercise, Scott, because I, I don't, I, I, I'm trying to think about it. Like, what is Bruce trying to tell us about Lorelai? That's actually really interesting. It is right. Why would you do that to the main character? Why, hmm. why is is a minor character that's only going to be there for a couple of episodes so hating on on our beloved Lorelai? Why? Why? Just for the sake of comedy? Would probably. It- probably for the sake of comedy. And it's fitting because Lorelai is sort of the, you know, yeah. free and <clears throat> and, right. and, blah, blah, and she's right. not a rule follower. Right. And Bruce right. is like, I, it, I it's, it's, it's something, it's, 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 it's restrictions that give us the best of Lorelai because she, you can't, you can't put baby in a corner. No, no, no. <laughs> Right, right. right. So it yeah. gives her something to play off of and rebel against, and and yeah, be that's funny. exactly right. Yeah, sure, it goes against everything she's about. So now, may I throw one flag on the play, bone to pick? Sure, yes, that's what we I, do. I felt like it wasn't a baby, then it was a baby, then it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, the going back and forth. <laughs> yeah, you're like that is clearly a toy in your hands right oh, now. Right. The <laughs> first and then, time the they picked it up, I'm like, that's not a baby. That's not even a doll. Like it was just a bunch I, of blankets. I didn't, then when right. she held the baby okay. and you see the face, I'm like, that's a baby. Then even when Bruce picked up the baby again, I'm like, that's not a baby. Yeah. You don't want to have a real baby on there. That can cause, yeah, first of all, it's not safe. Second of all, it can cause these huge delays because the baby starts crying and pooping and the whole thing. So you use the baby only when you literally must. You use it. I think it's an animatronic uh, rubber baby. But it, what about that one it shot? Moves, was it, it moves. Baby? Its eyes move. Its mouth and nose move. Its hands move and all that stuff. Oh, wow. Yes. That's scary. Yeah. No, <laughs> they're kind of cool. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. But I think this shot was a baby. Yeah. And they showed the face. I don't, that was I, a baby. I don't think that was a real baby. Mm-mm. What? They literally showed the face. No, it's a rubber baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
It is. It's made out of rubber. <laughs> it's rubber and plastic. You might not be wrong because the baby when I because I, I, I noticed the same thing, Amy. The didn't baby blink. didn't move. Like it wasn't I like know. the eyes moved or the mouth moved Do or know. the hands. I, it didn't it was just how like, many rubber babies they have in, in, in at Warner Brothers in, in the thousands of rubber babies. Well, I think they have a few. Is there any chance you can't have could... all these babies uh, coming in? And oh, it'd be so expensive. I mean, what so if you're many, shooting yeah. at three o'clock in the morning or two in the morning and you're on the set with Ocean's Eleven? People are smoking cigarettes. <laughs> and, uh, hey, let's throw the baby around. You know, it's like no, you know what I mean. It's like you got to have the rubber baby. Is there any chance, Hannah, yeah. you could pull up that scene so we could look at the baby and see if that was a baby? Oh my God, Hannah. Literally, I don't know how she does it. Hannah got this scene mm-hmm. in we, yeah. six seconds. Lickety that was split. four, four Lickety seconds. split. So to me, that looks like a baby. That's a fake baby. What? Hannah is so fast. I changed my mind. Hannah is so fast. She gets out of bed, turns out the lights, and she's back in bed before the lights go out. That's how fast she is. She's like Muhammad Ali. She got that baby up here. Okay, so that looks like a baby to me. Can we put this on Instagram so that we can do a poll, real baby, fake baby? And I'm going, that's a baby. That baby is laying there way too sweetly. No, just, just asleep. Just a sleeping baby. It looks so I you think it. that's a rubber baby? Yeah, I think it's a rubber baby. I think that's a real baby. Nah. But when Hannah, they can you press lifted play? the baby face. Actually, rubber babies' faces usually look a little more generic than that. That is a rubber baby. It is a rubber baby. Yeah. That's that, Now there's no baby. So see that scene? <laughs> there's no baby now. Sure there is. There's a rubber no, baby that's there. A, that's a rubber baby. But I think when they showed the face, real baby. Mm. Look at Michelle in the background, you guys. Look at Michelle yeah, just yeah, sitting no, we, there, we kind of the looking scene. in. We, we enjoyed the scene. Oh, my God. Fake baby. Okay. We, we got all the dynamics of it. And yeah. I love that blazer on Lorelai. Yeah, she she did. She look, had, you know, the wardrobe is is, is looking good. I, yeah. I agree with you on that one. Very solid. Every time I go on vacation, I find myself packing an extra bag with essentials, supplies, and food. But that's all in the past because people could sign up for Target Circle 360, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. You've got people coming over. It's getting a little crowded. You're not sure there's enough burgers, chips, paper towels, etc. Don't freak out. Target Circle 360 is coming to the rescue with unlimited same-day delivery. It's the fastest way to get more Target. So sign up for Target Circle 360 today. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target while you're on vacation. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 so you can stock up on food supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without ever interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back at Yale. And Roy's got a red sweater on. And uh, she's rejected again. I think so. Doyle rejects her again. He's crossing everything off on her article. Yeah, and he's speed reading the whole thing and he's just making oh, blocks God, and then the crossing off. And he says, it's getting better. It's getting better. Right. And then he says, just write what you think. Write yep. what you feel. Write what you think. There you go. Right. Instead of writing, righty writing. Boy, did she ever. Hmm? And then, <laughs> oh, we'll get to it. Okay. So then we go into Mrs. Kim's and. At first, I thought it was a, I called it a lemonade vase. Didn't they go to the ballet after that? Uh, Did I mess it up? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they go to the ballet. Oh, yeah, I wrote Nutcracker Terrible. Oh, yeah. They go (laughs) to the ballet right after, yeah. And that was a funny scene. It was a funny scene because you don't have to film what's actually going on. You get the reaction from the two. Which, don't you think that's actually even better? It, It was funnier. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. I thought Lorelai's jokes were pretty funny. 
<laughs> the nutcracker joke. <laughs> I like, knew I, I knew Rory was going to take her lines and put them in the article. Then we get to Mrs. Kim's and we've got the, the lemonade jug controversy. Oh. Which was sweet and funny that Mrs. Kim wants to send Dave a gift. And I also like that Dave is alive and well. I do too. I like that he's still in the mix without obviously being there. Yeah. But I thought it was a big moment that Mrs. Kim was told Lane to send this weird jug thing totally. to Dave because he's a good boy. You know, right. like I was just like, oh, this is Mrs. Kim's way of like acceptance. Which is shocking but sweet and Dave deserves it. I agree. It's, I agree. It's uh, she's, you know, Lane's got to be now it's like Mrs. Kim intruding on her relationship in a positive way, but it's yeah. still an intrusion. Yeah. It's like can you right. just stay out of it? You're right. You know, stop trying to manipulate the situation. And and I know it's, you know, her way and 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 maybe at that point she understands or she always under, has understood her omniscience over that whole family. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and what she mm-hmm. says goes, but it's it's like I'm glad Lane stepped in and said, "Listen, mama, mama." Uh, right. You know, stop. Okay, let you, let it breathe. Let me do this. You know, yeah, it's like a, gaining her independence. Mrs. Kim is a good mom. I do. Uh, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Yes and no. I do. I mean, I, I, I do. What do you think, Scott? How? What's the yes? What's the no? Well, I you know I had I, I had uh, some friends growing up who had parents like that. Um, who were very, very restrictive, who were, you know, you must study. Um, and if you get in trouble, you're grounded for a whole month. I mean, very, very, very strict. Mm-hmm. Um, and, an, and another friend had parents that were, you know, that would get very physical with him when he was mm. in trouble. And they both had severe problems. Mm-hmm. Um, um, one became very successful. The other became successful in another sense. But there were there were problems. There were issues. So I... You know, I don't think that that, I mean, I, I really think it depends on the child mm-hmm. and what they're made of, but you're going to give, um, I mean, Mrs. Kim is giving Lane issues going forward that she's going to have to deal with her whole life. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a point at which, you know, you just sort of have to let your kids fail. You have to let yeah. them fail because they got to figure it out on their own. And if you don't let them fail, you know, they're, they're, and I would argue Mrs. Kim did that mm-hmm. when Lane got drunk at the party. Yeah. she. I think Mrs. Kim might be like, I might give her thumbs up on, on being a mom. She's very different than Lorelai. But when push comes to shove, she does the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I give her she's to, very I, involved and very strict. It's yeah, just, I, I mean, Lane, Lane can't do anything. She can't go yeah. out after dark. She can't date. She can't go here. She can't. Right. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, I just think parents that are like that, I mean, there were more parents like that back then in my parents' generation than there are today, in yeah. my, I think. And I think, I think parenting has changed. Anyway, I, you know, getting back to the main point, I want to go on a tangent, but. Yeah, I just think that, that that Lane's going to experience some serious issues going forward, and she's going to have a tough time breaking out of that, even as an adult. 
It's going to cause problems. I'll give it a different perspective Mm. just because I did grow up that way. Mm. I had very strict parents. But like, I feel like Mrs. Kim is very strict on her. I'm definitely going to go ahead and say that. But she's showing, she's giving things that are showing that she cares about Lane. She's not Mm -hmm. doing it to be, you know, a, a strict parent just because she's not doing it to, you know, like a, just be a, B-I-T-C-H, she's doing it because she's like, I care about her. And she's showing these little things that are, you know, giving giving Lane something. Like, send this drug to Dave. He's a really good boy. Mm -hmm. That is stamp of approval. Um, Okay, fine. You can go to prom with Dave. Mm -hmm. That's another approval. Like, because Mrs. Kim could very easily say, absolutely not. You will not talk to this boy in California. You will not take this guy to prom. You will not see this man. And she did do that in the beginning. So I will say that. But she's at least like kind of giving a little bit, which I appreciate of Mrs. Kim. You know? And the payoff of the jug was really good. And that it wasn't a marriage jug. It it wasn't a marriage jug. And so that one was Lane going down a wormhole. But also showed that Lane isn't ready to get married. And... Maybe now, maybe an inkling that like she might date someone other than Dave. Yeah, just a little. You're getting then maybe she doesn't see it as the end goal for Dave, right? You know, which uh is tragic. (laughs) (laughs) It's really gonna make me sad. You just want her to be with Dave for a I want her to I be mean, with Dave. I want I Dave know. to come back from the OC yeah. and just hang out in Stars Hollow forever. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, it kind of, I will say, I ne- I never like to rewrite the show, right? Like, I never want I do. I like it. I know. I really, I like doing <laughs> it. I love but it. I, love it. I, if I would have been whoever, CW, the Paladinos, whoever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would have backed up a truck of money and said to Adam Brody, you are now a series regular and kept him through the run of the show. They, you know, they may have done that with all of those guys, you know, yeah. Milo and Jared and all those guys. And they, you know, they may have all said no. Right. Because I would argue that on the OC, Adam Brody was the lead. It was definitely an ensemble, but the entire show revolved around him. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think they're, maybe- I think their teams, their reps, you know, burned it into their brains like this is a cw this is a smaller network we need to get you on a big network with your own show where you're the where you're the lead right. yeah right and it's not and it's and it's about you and and everything yeah. revolves around you and that's where you how you build a career so right and jared was super smart with that yeah and same with Look chad michael him. murray too yeah, that yeah, happened yeah. to totally. him too right totally right. so that that show it's a you know and milo right milo yeah. went from this to being leveled up on heroes mm-hmm. and then pff, right please. skyrocket on right. literally right those young yeah. guys use that show as a springboard right it yeah. wasn't I mean, it wasn't an end game for them it was the, the beginning the talent that came out of Gil- Gilmore girls come on mm. like literally every single one of those guys every single one Chad Michael Murray went on to have his own show Jared went on to have mul- you know his own show multiple times over Milo Adam Mm-hmm. Matt mm-hmm. Zukri mm-hmm. has his own show. He did do Good Wife between, but 
now fully has his i mean that's pretty crazy mm-hmm. yeah it's mm-hmm. five guys right there and then look at you i mean that doesn't even mention melissa mccarthy like are right. you kidding me right oh yeah forgot about her for one second you're absolutely right you know that gilmore girls can be referred to as kind of a farm team for hollywood like the the hollywood major league teams yeah so gilmore fed a lot of those those productions with with talent so i'll quickly mention the gray pants and the gray sweater (laughs) with the stripe i love it as we get to the most epic scene in this whole episode which was and maybe wh- which was what what maybe like it <laughs> involves <one> my, you <laughs> it involves you oh. no oh. this one doesn't even have scott it's literally about scott but he never came out so lorelei goes into the diner she sees nicole and was she it says, some of oh. my best acting is your best acting your, your best acting First it of being all, all about you and you in, not being there. Great in, acting. In your mind. <laughs> I knew we were in for a 10 out of 10 when Lorelai says, we'll all be. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, she's all, look at you there. To Nicole, if somebody could bring up this, the, and I, I know people don't love it, but like, can we please read that scene? Because what Lauren Graham did was so freaking epic. It was hilarious and uncomfortable. I mean, she, I just kept writing, holy cow, holy cow, OMG, this is hilarious. I'm not hungry anymore. (laughs) I mean, is there any, if Hannah can pull this off and pull up that scene. I will. If if Hannah can do this really fast, then then there's like, then, then there's like, Five hands. Hannah, I'll let you off the hook because I got it. Oh, Danielle, how do you guys do this so fast? Oh my She's gonna do it. She's gonna do it. Wait, is there an I I don't want to be this person. So Danielle, do you want to play Lorelei? Oh wait a minute, you just you just drooled all over. You know you don't want to play her? If you well, if you guys will let (laughs) me, but I don't want to be a a ball. Amy, you be you be uh Lorelei, I'll be Nicole. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna direct you two in this episode. Thank you, but wait, okay, so here we go. All right, go, Scott. We're ready. All right, uh, ladies, are you, uh, you you good? You feel ready? I feel pretty good. I need to shake it up okay. a little bit. Okay. Right. Whenever you're ready, ladies, commence. Nicole. Hi, Lorelai. Oh, we'll all be. Look at you there. It's nice to see you. Uh, yeah. Uh, does Luke know you're there? Okay, cut. Sorry. <laughs> Amy, don't don't laugh at your own jokes, please. <laughs> You Start can't. You can't time. be the actress and the audience. Okay, fine. I'm just okay. gonna try and play it normal. Just because yeah, I was, I was overacting. I think. You think so? Yeah. Don't <laughs> laugh at your own jokes. Just okay. it's not a joke. It's just a reaction. Yeah. All right. Uh, when you're ready, ladies, take two. Nicole. Hi, Lorelai. We'll all be. Look, look at you there. It's nice to see you. Yeah. Does Luke know you're here? Yeah, he's just in the back. Do you want him? No, no, I don't want him. I don't want him. I was just coming in for a bite with a friend. Not my imaginary friend. My friend's not with me. But he doesn't eat normal food like this, so he's not coming in. So you good? Very good. And you? Very good, too. I'm just still living here in Stars Hollow, and uh, Rory's going to Yale. I knew that. Of course. Well, naturally you would. You'd be all filled in because Luke's talking to you regularly. Mm-hmm. Mm, so I uh, I met a bunch of lawyers from your firm. Really? 
I did. Yes. Yes. Because, well, uh, they were coming in to see Luke and I'm in here a lot. And, you know, right. So. Yeah. They're good guys. Really good guys. They like you a lot. Mm, they're partners at my firm. Well, so they, they have to like you. So uh, is Luke coming out? or um... He should be. You know, I'm not hungry. No. I just remembered I, I ate. Oh. So it's really good to see you. Same here. Really good. Uh-huh. So, okay. <laughs> Scott, yeah. I don't want to brag. Did I nail that? No, you didn't. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Oh my God! See, I see, you missed the you missed the you, you need to take a pause. Uh, oh my God! I literally I didn't hate it, Amy. I I thought I'll it was you... pretty good for somebody who wasn't trained, and that, that I... was pretty good. I knew you were enjoying yourself, and you were you know the spirit of of, of Lorelai yeah, I... was in you. I felt that. Thank you. I thought I was a 10 out of 10. I'm not going to lie. Literally, I would was give like, you 7 out of 10 Malamars. First of all, I didn't do it justice, but that scene was freaking genius. As long as you enjoyed it. You know what Billy Kidd used to tell uh, my wife when she started skiing? He goes, listen, it doesn't matter. As long as you're smiling at the end of the run, you're doing it right. Yeah, and you're smiling. Fine. You're smiling at the end of your run. Yeah, that was yeah. a great, that scene is, I, I can't do it justice because it was also the body language. Yeah, and it the was movement great. movement and the whole, it's just right. like, oh my. And at the end when Nicole was eating her fries, I was like, oh, she knows she's on, like, she is <laughs> on top right now that right. she just like, made Lorelai squirm. She's just I'd, casually eating the fries. See how precise it is? You see how intricate the whole thing is? If yeah. we had a big chart that said Nicole Lorelai, that would be point Nicole. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. That's uh, we we are seeing Lorelai and Rory both squirm in this episode. Totally, Danielle. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. They are not right. They are not crushing it like no. they normally do. So okay, so now we see on the door of the dorm room, die jerk. <laughs> And what, who did you think it was at when you first saw it? <laughs> I immediately knew it was for Rory, but I love <laughs> that Paris did. tried owning it. <laughs> she was like, we all know this is probably for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And then Janet admits she kissed the boyfriend of someone on the volleyball team. And then the other girls like, what's her name? Olivia Hack. What's Olivia Hack's character? Tana. Tana, yeah, Tana. Tana. She, we knew it wasn't Tana. Come on. Yeah, we were like, sorry, Tana. You don't. You're not even a leg in this race. <laughs> oh my god, so good. So then we go quickly back to the diner where we see Lorelai and Luke sort of now almost having the same sort of awkwardness over Nicole. Hmm. What did you think? And a little hostility. Like Lorelai was upset. Yes. But she, she yeah. was yeah. she came in hot and like not in a nice way. She came in like, uh, excuse me. Yeah. She was, she was confrontational yeah. to say the least. A little, a little territorial there, don't you think? Yeah. yeah, I wrote she's mad. Well, yeah, she didn't really express it until the end. So, you know, she thinks the new the new pots are stupid, right? <laughs> she put it into the stupid, stupid. That's when her anger right. came out a little bit. And she left without eating again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, my God. She's so hungry in this episode. I love that scene. I really love that Same. scene. That's one of my favorite scenes I, I, I did with her. 
I would then put point Luke what? on my chart. Yeah. Luke won yeah. that one again. Well, I mean, he's just living his life, right? I mean, stuff happens and he's going with the flow. He's trying to relax into a relationship or back into it. You know, you can't fault him for that. It's his wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right. So it crazy. is. It's his wife. I just wrote Lorelai is freaking. And I think she didn't freak before when you two were sitting on the steps of the house when you told her because you said, I got married. And then very quickly, we know you got divorced or you're getting divorced. So she didn't have to feel all this, oh, ugh, she's feeling. Yeah, I mean, I think we're in the genuine space where he's moved on and, and he's, he's, he wants his life to amount to something and you know, he wants a partner to share it with and he's just, mm -hmm. you know, he's not going to wait for her any longer. If she, okay, so if, I think that if Lorelai didn't learn all this, that he's getting back with Nicole a bit, she never would have gone out with Digger. I think it would have been, they would have mm. hooked up right here because she's clearly ready, losing her mind. And then I think she goes to Digger because she can't have Luke right now. Right. I mean, that's the only explanation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, also, I like Digger, but we'll get to that. Right. So I have a question, too, mm -hmm. for you guys. Mm -hmm. They're very loud walking around the entire restaurant. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Literally, yes. I literally wrote, do these customers think it's weird that it's not a large diner? They can literally hear their entire conversation. I just I think that's the norm for Luke's diner, though. Yeah, I do, too. I think that's his place, and he'll talk when he wants to. He's, he's, do they it, add the background noise? So, like, when you guys are doing the scene, is mm -hmm. it just dead quiet in there except for you two? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It, it has to be. It had better be. Yeah. yeah. No talking. Uh, no even whispering. A lot of a lot of, doing extra work is hard. And when people are yeah. are getting into their extra characters, you know, sometimes they sort of whisper because they're right. forming the words. And they want to believe. They want the other person to believe that they're having an actual conversation. And it's very difficult if you ever try to do that and stay quiet in a scene, except. You know, you're mimicking everything and you're not making any noise. It's very difficult to do it. So, oh my God, I'd be fired in four seconds. Yeah. Well, you don't get fired. You just said, hey, you know, can you keep that? And a lot of like clinking of glasses or putting, I was gonna putting say things down or clinking of cutlery on. I'm going to have to plates. watch the cutlery because now do they pick it up? Like, yeah, everything's very like dainty. As you'll, you'll notice. And I just, you know, I was just watching a film uh, where Kevin Spacey was in a scene and he was. Who was the actor? They were let go. Oh, no, it was Stanley Tucci was let go. Oh, I love Stanley Kevin Tucci. Spacey came in and, and said something, and he was packing up his things. And, and, you know, even there, right? It's not, you know, you, don't, you know if, if you've just been fired after 19 years, you're going to be a little pissed, and you're going to be throwing stuff in the box, right? Because they're escorting yeah. you out of the building. And it's right. like, it's really harsh. So, and they're waiting for you. So you're just going to be pissed. But Stanley Tucci was carefully placing all of the items in the box very quietly, not to step on... Uh, Kevin Spacey's lines, or I'm sorry, Paul Bettany's lines. Oh, um, what movie is this? Uh, I think it was Margin Call. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So, do you also have to do that for the edit, like just in case they like? You don't want all this noise going on when somebody else is talking or when you're talking. So you just got to do things quietly. Oh, it's like why they have the 
you know, like when whenever somebody comes from a grocery store, they're special bags. They're not the real bags because the real bags oh, make too much noise. So much noise. But what you about have the cart. Yeah, and you well, literally who's got have a cart? A, what, what cart at the grocery it? store. Well, so loud. Yeah, they don't. They, or just they don't use them. Or just all the things Luke has to do, like the right. coffee, put the oh, yeah. coffee thing back in, drop a mug, drop a right. plate. Like you, you do it. That's a lot. You land it quietly. You don't put it down normal. Is there stuff under the plates, like you know, like no. those like, yeah, like felt things? Uh-uh. Oh, uh-uh. no. There was a whole choreographed thing that you had in this scene. I mean, yeah. it was a lot of yep. things. Yeah, yeah. Pick up, move, doom, doom, doom. But yeah, doom, you got. And I it. noticed one of the plates was plated beautifully. It had the beautiful mashed potatoes. Right, right, right. Well, that's and how, that's all that's how your... we do it at Luke's. That's how we do it. Yeah. It's yeah. Good Is that all on your script? Like, no, okay, say this no, line, drop no, your cup. No, no, no. So you make it up, but then you have to do it the same way 12 times. Yeah, you can figure it out in rehearsal. Yeah. Uh, do you write yourself a note? Like, go to the mashed potatoes, <laughs> go to the fries, go to the counter. No, you don't write it down. You just you just you remember just... it. Yeah. yeah, that's why I'm, I wouldn't be able to do that. Yes, you would. You could do no. it if you did it Danielle, enough. You think you could do it if you did that? All those movements he made without writing it down. N- no, because I wouldn't be comfortable memorizing those lines. Like that, my head would just be all about the lines and like making sure I'm delivering those. That I'll forget. Oh, I didn't pick up the cup, or I didn't pick up the plate. Like I don't know. I give you mad kudos because I. There's no way. No way. Absolutely no way. Well, okay. you know, that's why you do theater. In theater, you do that. That's if you're you trained can change a, it. If you've been on stage and you've had to deal with kitchen scenes and, and doing those, doing lots of activities and, and, and learning how to do all that stuff, you know, you learn that the dance, the, the blocking, the choreography that you come up with in rehearsal supports the, the scene and supports the life of the dialogue. I mean, you got to give it life, right? You got to so give it I- behavior. I need to know this. What? What's harder? The scene you just did in the diner with Lorelai right. or Harry Styles performing on stage? I sort of think Harry's got it easier. 100% because you could make do whatever, do whatever you want. You know what? It's all, the, it's all the same. Really? Yeah, he's got, I'm sure he's got choreographed moves that he does every single night. And he, and he knows what he's going to do in every section of every song that he sings. But there's room for it, like to he improvise because it it's a light show, it. right? I mean, it's a whole thing. It's yeah. got, he's got to be right. in certain spots That's for true. the lights to That's hit true. him the right way. So it's all rehearsed, and I mean, mm. I think there's probably a looser structure when you're performing live like right. that. But there's a general sort of uh, blocking that must be adhered to on every song. You know, those things huh. are very well thought out. Interesting. My next question for you mm-hmm. to abruptly change the topic. Does Nicole like Lorelai? <laughs> no. No way. <laughs> no. And does Lorelai like Nicole? No. no. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's a death match right there. Every time I go on vacation, I find myself packing an extra bag with essentials, supplies, and food. But that's all in the past because people could sign up for Target Circle 360, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. You've got people coming over. It's getting a little crowded. You're not sure there's enough burgers, chips, paper towels, etc. Don't freak out. 
Target Circle 360 is coming to the rescue with unlimited same-day delivery. It's the fastest way to get more Target. So sign up for Target Circle 360 today. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target while you're on vacation. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 so you can stock up on food supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without ever interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if you... No, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nicole loves 
this episode. Yeah. <laughs> like she loves yeah. everything about it. Yes. She loves that it. That is mm-hmm. so true. Oh yeah. She was looking her chops at the end of that scene. She was uh-huh. like, oh yeah. I got her. Now. Yeah. Okay, so we go to the cafeteria mm-hmm. and die jerk. Mm-hmm. We get Rory gets confronted. Do you think the ballerina really would have done that? Um, sure. I think it's it's highly probable. Sure, yeah. Why not? I, mean, I think if you're an actor and you get a, or a dancer or a singer and you get a bad review, I mean, are you gonna go? You get a bad review, Scott. You're gonna go call the New York Times and tell them like, die jerk. <laughs> well, Scott's not getting compared to being a hippo. <laughs> so if somebody called you a hippo in a review, you might be a little. Eh. I don't know. I just think, to, you know, my here's my message to that ballerina. Mm-hmm. Uh, you better grow a thicker skin. Totally. If you're going to make it. Totally. Because you're going to get slammed on the way up. Guess no matter how, how good those... you are, you're going to get slammed yeah. by somebody. Guess how many of those we're getting on the Instagram. Right. Oh, right. Read our Apple reviews. Right. People are very nice. Right. Real mean. Listen, it's mm-hmm. just. And like... that's their right. They get to do that. That's their right. They get to, to write to, to a certain extent. Like, I don't think you should do terrible, terrible things. But like, they can write to us and say, you guys suck. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's just life, you know? I like it better when they give us like notes and we can improve. But yeah, they write you suck. It's 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 very possible that at times you can <laughs> suck. It's really no matter how much work you put in, no matter how dedicated you are, no matter how much you love it, it's possible that the end result is like you know no you you're not that, somebody's cup of tea. Right. It's it I happens. Got one it just happens. You know, no matter how much you want it, right. Totally. I got. I'm trying to find one that I read that was okay. This was so good. <laughs> oh, no. Respect, respect to the person. So first of all, somebody who, and I don't like to read the name because I don't know if they want to be on the, you know. So I'm not reading it just to be respectful. Bot number one. No, no, no. They're not bots. This is real. <laughs> Amy, you have really grown on me. So I'm thinking. Oh, God, my day is made. I have and a fan. You, I have a fan. <laughs> I'm growing up. And then, you know, like when on Instagram, it says like two more comments. So I click, oh, two more comments. And it says, can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, took me right back down. Okay. So a uh, scene that was very funny, but didn't age well. Digger and Richard hooking up. The wireless. I mean, I guess it aged well because oh, it was yeah. of the time. But it was like, he's taking the wireless. We're wireless. Taking the laptop. He has a laptop. <laughs> Mom, says, you can do shopping on the internet. You know, like things like that. It's like, oh. Google, Google them. I mean, mm-hmm. so it was like very funny, but it was so dated. Right, right. He's out on the patio. It's crystal clear out here. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, is that, was that charming to, when it's so dated or is it just takes Yeah, kind of. I liked it. I, I like seeing Richard being all happy and goofy and full of life and enjoying himself, you know, yeah. discovering something new and having this new partnership and this new lease on life. It's It's nice to be around that, you know. He's happy like a kid again, you know. It's like everything's brand new. Yeah. yeah. And not nice. to mention, it's still kind of relatable. Like mm-hmm. my grandparents 
don't have like they just have their landline you know like they don't have a laptop or anything like tech savvy like that so it's still even though it was 20 years ago it's still kind of relatable yeah it's relatable where it's yeah but you're definitely like we all are like we all have a laptop (laughs) okay so then what do you think of digger when he says he's going to get emily to invite him to dinner you know this He's annoying. He he's is. Annoying. He just is. I agree. He's in the. Yeah. He just. He's just. No. So, you know. He's so in love with himself. He thinks he's so clever, right? And I'm going to really prove it to her. And he's so like on it. And and it's just yeah. It's just a little too much, right? Oh, I loved it. I I I. It's it's fun. I, it was actually fun to watch, right? Like you set it up. Totally. He does it. Then he's at the dinner table and he's going to ask her to dinner and it's you know it's supposed to be romantic. Emily's like, and, I'm not sure we'll have enough. And like, she's acting she like she's just getting all turned on and it was just, I was just it was oh, like I too much. Oh, I love that too. Okay, so I love the I thought that was so. Yeah. I have to disagree because I loved Jason and Emily. I thought that was adorable, and then I loved the subliminal flirty flirt flirt with yeah. Digger and Lorelai. And nobody gets it but Rory. Rory he was basically saw right asking, like, setting up their date of at course. the table. Of course. It was so adorable. I will give that to him. That's kind of cute. Sure. Fine. Fine. Like, that's cool. But I don't know. He still just bothers me. The only thing that bothered <laughs> me about him was I didn't like how he was holding his fork. Because I was like, you're not eating, dude. <laughs> holding his fork. He was holding his fork like upside down. And I'm like, you're not going to eat. Mm-hmm. But Bake yeah, I mean. so tough for me. He had a lot of dialogue in that scene. Yeah. He couldn't, he couldn't really eat. I don't think he I had, yeah, I don't think he had eating food on his mind. Mm. True. Mm-hmm. I give that a 10 out of 10. I, I loved it. I thought that whole thing was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And we're working in the, the article and Richard and Emily read the article. Oh, they would love it. They would yeah. love that article. They love they love it. And then we've got this sort of dance that's Def- happening. Definitely a good scene. It, it was yeah. a good scene. It was well acted, well executed. It was very clever. Uh, and then that Rory saw right through it. She's like, um, are you going to go out with him? Because right. that was obvious. It was obvious. Right. It was almost too obvious. It was just too, you know, maybe that's what bothered me so much, a little bit about it. It was just a little too obvious. 10 out of 10 for me. Whereas like Emily and Richard had to pretend like they didn't know what was going on. It was pretty obvious what was going on. You know what I mean? The other thing I'm going to say is the phone call scenes literally do not bother me. I think they are totally working. And I think it's the way they shoot them because it's not just... I'm on a phone. Well, there's not that many of them anymore. You'd be surprised. There was a ton in this episode, how, and you don't notice how, them. How many of, were there? There was only Lorelai calling Rory before she goes to the and the show Lane and then. wasn't was there one with Lane and Rory? Two. If, Jackie says there were two, and I'm telling you, two in an hour is not that much. It's not that but it's also the movement. So they make sure that Lane's moving during hers and Rory's moving. So you really feel like it's not just stagnant. No one's sitting there talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. I think they're, I think it's working. Right. Yeah. If you use them sparingly in the right way, they can be very effective. Yeah. Just can't overdo it. True. True. true, true. I'm saying. So favorite lines. And then let's give Digger 
a one out of 10 Malamars. And then the episode, one out of 10 Malamars. What? I just want to know where you guys stand you on You only Digger. want to give the episode in Digger one out of 10 Malamars? No, 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 no. I'm You're giving You're judging it already? No. <laughs> I'm saying the scale is one out of 10 Malamars. Oh, oh. I want to know is what Is this a new rate. scale? I've never heard of this one out of 10. I'm just throwing it in there. Okay. How many right. Malamars? Yeah. For Digger, and how many Malamars for the episode? And your favorite line. Thirteen, but it's ten now. Okay, um, no, it was never thirteen. <laughs> so why do you, why do you feel the need to explain to one out of ten to us? For God's sake, <laughs> guys, we're gonna go to one to ten because yeah. we usually okay. go one to sixteen. <laughs> we're going off the rails. No, I'll jump not? in. It's like, you know, God, that's so funny. Well, I didn't even get well, where what is this? What, what, You're what? saying I'm being a little Captain Obvious. Well, are we into kindergarten here? <laughs> are we throwing the one out of ten or one out of ten? How many Malamars and favorite lines? I gave mine, but you guys give yours. Uh, Danielle, go ahead. Okay, my favorite is from Rory when she says, "It's Avril Lavigne's world, and we're just living in it." <laughs> oh my god! You know what? That's my favorite line too. You stole my line. So I'm going to take that line too. Good. <laughs> that was a that was a really good line. That was good. I could also relate. Was that yeah, in the middle? Just... Was that when she was defending herself and when she was getting ranted at by the hippo? <laughs> God, I forget. She said that forget. In, in, when she was, you know, reeling her response to the the raging ballerina, right? Yeah, you're 100 correct. She did. That was a very yeah. good. That was the that was the you're line that made me correct. laugh out loud. I, I I laughed out loud at that line. That was great. Um, that's my favorite line too. How many Malamars, guys? For this episode, Danielle, what do you think? I'll give this episode eight out of ten Malamars. Well, I did really enjoy it. Um, Digger, I'll give a two out of ten. I'm <laughs> only giving two because the banter back and forth is good, but he just bothers me. Amy, what do you what do you think? I'm gonna give the scene with Lorelai and Nicole ten out of ten Malamars. I'm gonna give Digger eight out of 10 Malamars. And I'm going to give the episode seven and a half Malamars. Wow. wow. Okay. I'm going to give, so Digger, we're like rating Digger now. Yeah. Like just cause I want to know scale. where y'all stand. Uh, <laughs> digger scale. Digger scale. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I think he's awfully good. You know, I think, I think uh, the actor's awfully good. Um, and I think he's ex. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna lighten up on Digger because it's a very what? it's a very you're supposed to be I, on my team. I, I am on your team, but it's a very specific job that he has to do. Yep. Right. But because he can't be really, really charming, he right. can't really be a rival. He has to be a hench marmy. He's Is that got. The there's got to be something that the audience says no to right. immediately. It can't even be, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they yeah. pick, so they, that, that, so I'm, I, on that basis, I'm going to give him a 10 out of 10. Wow. Okay. Malamars. I see where you're coming from. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but then what do you, but think, in terms of like how many ability, for digger? It, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because that as an audience is what I'm supposed to be feeling. Right. So I think, right. it, so I think it's good. So yay, 10 out of 10 for casting the right actor. To give me I that. still like Digger. I thought that was sexy, the right. whole thing. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wait, how many Malamars for the episode? Uh, what'd you give it? Eight? And Daniel, you gave it eight? Seven and a half. Seven, Seven and, and a half. half. Hmm. 
you know, I, I'm I'm right up there, all close to close to nine almost. Wow. I, I think eight eight point eight five. Mm. Yeah, I li- I really like this episode. I really thought it was it was mostly terrific. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone had something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like everyone had like a no one was boring in this episode. Everyone no. had some a storyline that was crucial to their character. Yeah, yeah. that is true. It's that like, is it, really it, true. It's it's like a show that's hitting its stride. It's like in in full bloom almost. You know, it's like everybody it's, it, Yeah, it, even Michelle got some Yeah, everyone. Some good, I yeah. never saw Kirk. We never had Kirk, but everybody Okay, else. you know. Yeah, yeah. He, he had a big last episode. Yeah, he's tired. <laughs> right, he's tired. Right? <laughs> he had to get his makeup off. Right, and and too much Kirk for us may be a bad thing. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I, like, I agree. I agree. I agree. Because he's so memorable, right? So it's correct. Like, right. Um. Yeah. What's next? Yeah. What's next? It's Ted Koppel's big night out. Okay, so next episode is uh, season four, episode nine. Ted Koppel's big night out. Um. Anyway, that's it. That's going to be a wrap. As we. Uh, as we steer this jalopy off the freeway and into the repair shop, um, <laughs> we think we're going to get there. Uh, uh, all the best, everybody. Best fans on the planet. Thanks for downloading, uh, and we will see you next time. Stay safe. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on a second. Oh. Um, I have a very news. special announcement. What about your crack staff? They didn't find anything? Oh, geez. Yeah, hang on. Crack staff. In the meantime, I'm going to be at German Comic-Con Dortmund, December 1 and 2. Oh, whoa. Uh, German. I mean, that's not just, that's no no Rhode Island. No, that's a big deal. Well, the Rhode Island was a big deal, too. That was a big, big deal. True, bud. That was a big one. And my crack staff has uh, forwarded me their notes, um, welcoming me back to California. And uh, thank you for welcoming me back. All right, around the 7.30 mark. You emailed this to yourself? Just. You will eat those words <laughs> soon because of the thing. that, And you will meet my crack staff. And let me right. tell you, they are crack and they are staffy. They are crack and staffy. <laughs> They're staffy. Okay, give it to me. <clears throat> around 7.30 when Lorelai, Lane, and Roy are approaching Suki's house. In the far background, you can see what appears to be a large spotlight set up on top of Luke's diner building. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Was that the, like for, for the show? Yeah, sure. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at okay. the 11.18 mark, there are two students in the background sorting slides. Uh, the one on the left is a Canadian teenager who had recently battled leukemia. She was on the set that day, courtesy of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, who fulfilled her wish to meet the Gilmore Girls cast. Um, yeah, they did that every so often. It was always a, a wonderful day on set with the Make-A-Wish kids. Um, uh, uh, now, the male voice singing uh, Michael Row the Boat Ashore at the end of the episode is Seth MacFarlane. No! Uh, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. You yes. see, that's good. Yes. That's a good one. They've also, my crack staff has also suggested a couple of favorite lines. Um Emily, you are certainly not going to Google me. Ha ha ha. Mrs. Kim, my gluten patties caught fire, so we're switching to spaghetti and wheat balls. Okay, so that's it. Um, that's it for crack staff, who you will meet uh, soon. And, uh, and that is it, folks. Stay safe. See you next time.
listening. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, scottyp.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, scottyp.com. Grade one specialty coffee. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Planning to host this summer? Same-day delivery is a party saver. You've got people coming over. It's getting a little crowded. You're not sure there's enough burgers, chips, paper towels, etc. Don't freak out. Target Circle 360 is coming to the rescue with unlimited same-day delivery. It's the fastest way to get more Target, so sign up today. Take care of your guest. Target takes care of the rest. Summer hosting is so much easier when you have unlimited same-day delivery from Target. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. Visit Target.com Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms. Applies to orders over $35. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is... To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.